something blue, how do I know that it's the same thing as what I see as blue? Maybe we both use the word blue for this thing, but maybe what you see is blue, I see as pink. How would I know? Whoa, man. So then maybe when people have different like tastes and things, maybe it's just that they just fundamentally see it differently. I don't know. I've never thought about it like that. In different cultures, they see colors differently. Really? It's mostly linked to your words. Oh. So in like Russian, light blue and blue are completely different colors. So they are much better at identifying shades of blue than we are. And that's not even like people who are like polychromids. Like if you have different receptors in your eye, that's a thing too. But it's most often tied with language. I think ancient Greek, they didn't have a word for blue. So then if you're reading like the Odyssey, they talk about the water being wine colored. So people think like maybe Homer was blind. Maybe it's just because they didn't have a word for blue. True. Original translation. Yeah, because blue is a a color that came along a lot later. There wasn't a lot of natural blue in the world outside of the sky. It's pretty rare. Oh, yeah, you're right, I guess. There's like flowers, but... Not a lot of blue animals. Like almost no blue food. Even blueberries aren't really blue. No, they're they're more purple purple than anything. And then they're white on the inside. All right, well, (laughs) we are going to start a podcast now. So welcome, everyone, to another episode of I Love This, You Should Too. The Fruit Podcast. (laughs) My name is Indy Tastes Like Blue Randawa, and with me is Samantha Sparkles Everywhere. He's... Do I have sparkles everywhere? No, you can see sparkles everywhere. You don't know exactly what we're talking about today, but... (laughs) It'll make sense. Okay, perfect. And we are a member of the Alberta Podcast Network, which is locally grown and community supported. Well, Sam, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I had a nice vacation day at home today. I'm wearing a hot pink sweatsuit. I'm ready to podcast. But how do I know if that pink is what I think pink is? I don't know. It's very pink to me. You seem to be asking me that a lot tonight, so I feel like that might be part of what we're doing. Yeah, we're going to do something a little bit different. We will, of course, preview the movie which I am choosing for Samantha to watch next. But we are going to do a little talk about, you know, metacognition and things like that. (laughs) Isn't this a movie podcast? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Okay, I'm ready. Because we keep having these conversations and I've been having them with other people. So I feel like there are some things that we need to discuss. And one of them is... If I have synesthesia or not. Okay. And we're going to put it to the test. Okay. So people who are like, hey, I want movie talk. I think you might be interested in this. It might get weird. It uh, might get fun. (laughs) Weird and fun. But first off, I think this summer, a lot of people were like, hey, did you know that people don't have internal monologues sometimes? And then that weirded people out. What? An internal monologue. Yeah. Do you have one? Yeah. Some people don't. What? Yeah. Why? Um, they must be so bored. Yeah. I never thought about I it like, that way. I like entertain myself with my internal monologue. <laughs> You're just joking it up in there? Yeah. I'm just like You're just doing like, like a type like, five? Yeah. <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> what are you talking about in there? It's just like what I'm seeing, what I'm doing. Sometimes it's just a running to-do list. Sometimes Wait, you like it's... narrate what you see? Yeah. You're like, there's a bird. It looks cute. I bet his name's Hector. Yeah. 
Oh, that's cool. What do you do? What's your internal monologue? Mine is the truth and my outside showings, they kind of belie how nervous I am all the time. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get back to you. I'll pay more attention to my internal monologue and uh, let you know how it goes. But when I'm talking now, I also have an internal monologue, which is separate from the words I'm saying. Do you have that? Yes. Usually it's trying to figure out what the next words are going to be. I can do a few trains of internal monologue at the same time. If I take my Adderall, I can do that. Oh. Today I did not take my Adderall, so I'm really just like struggling to string words into a sentence. Gotcha. (laughs) So yeah, there's so many things that we do that we think are Mm -hmm. normal because I was talking uh, with coworkers and how I can like read a book and talk at the same time. Jesse. That's not normal. I can't do that. You've discovered that I cannot do that. <laughs> Although You cannot uh, look at your phone and pay attention to anything <laughs> else in the world at the same time. No. <laughs> um, when I first started taking my Adderall, though, I was amazed at the difference of how my brain sounded. Interesting. What's the difference? It's quieter. I feel like all the time there's this like buzzing or like almost like ringing in my brain when I don't take my Adderall. And then as soon as I take my Adderall and it kicks in, I'm like able, I have like more space in my brain. That's amazing. For focus. Yeah. So it just kind of really clarifies things. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the background noise or like static or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. There's a noise. It just, like, it's gone. My brain was so quiet that first day that I took it. Wow. I was, like, amazed. I was sitting at my desk going, like, wow. Is this how it is for <laughs> other is, people? This is what other people's brains are like. And yeah. that's a thing we never know. Yeah. Very interesting. Now I totally want to take Adderall. Okay. See how it goes. We're not condoning taking other people's <laughs> pharmaceuticals, but... Uh, no, but we are condoning metacognition, meaning yes. uh, thinking about how you think. Exactly. Because I think I think about my thinking a lot, and I think that's advantageous for me because I know which things work for me because I spend so much time mm-hmm. thinking about how I think and how I learn and why I think the way I do. It's interesting that we're talking about this today because this has been a big part of my, like recent ADHD journey and like reading a whole bunch of stuff on the internet and I'm in a couple of Facebook groups where people are like is it just me or is this like an ADHD thing and then sometimes everyone will be like okay no but I've had that for years and I had no idea that it was like part of ADHD right because without the diagnosis without talking to other people who Mm -hmm. feel that way how would you know the entire world isn't exactly like you exactly yeah so it's like It's like how um, people who aren't on Adderall who have ADHD will often need to like snack or be doing something with their hands in order to be able to put most of their focus into one other place. Yeah. And I have a lot of experience with that because I come from an education background Mm -hmm. and we are taught all of these like tips and tricks to do to to help people learn. But when you don't experience it yourself, it's Mm -hmm. very difficult to like understand why or relate to them. Mm -hmm. Like we know like, hey, this works, but I don't really know what that feels like. And a lot of teachers were good students. Mm -hmm. Not always, but a lot of them enjoyed school and excelled at school so they don't always make great teachers right just like why great hockey players don't make good hockey coaches yes because you were great at it so you assume they're going to be great at it and that's not the case so i think a lot of the best teachers were people who struggled with school figured something out and then they become teachers and they can help like impart that into their students here's another one how often do i sigh 
Oh, so much. So much. Yeah. That's me. I've discovered trying to focus myself. It's oh. like big inhale and really like heavy exhale is me trying to like gather all my focus. Interesting. So I'll do I'll often find myself doing it like when I'm cooking or if I'm like reading something or like having a really stressful moment, big, big sigh. Hmm. And it helps. Or when I talk about Gone with the Wind. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> that's a different that's a frustrating that's a different side. Side. <laughs> yeah <sighs> she's great i don't care how many people she killed that was yeah <laughs> anyway go back and listen to our gun with the wind episode i think it's terrible but either way it's a fight <laughs> it is you a kicked fight. me in it remember oh yeah i did i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i apologize so some people don't have an internal monologue, which sounds lonely to me, almost. It sounds boring to me. And I feel like then they're just acting on instinct, or mm-hmm. maybe it's more idea-based and not word-based. When I just like have to sit and be still, I'll sometimes just like name parts of my body. Go on. Like little toe, next toe, middle toe. <laughs> Why? Just because it keeps me still and focused on something. Oh, I guess I have similar things. Like I can uh, run through the entire 2001 Atlanta Braves starting lineup. Okay, yeah. Like I'll do that. Or like today we were talking, we were watching Olympics because we are recording this a couple weeks early. Yes, it's currently Olympics. for some reason, I still know all the women who competed in the 96 Olympics. You did name them for it. It was very impressive. (laughs) As you know, I'm a big big Svetlana Korkina fan. You have said her name like six times tonight. (laughs) And we've only been together for like the last two hours. (laughs) Well, we were watching the uneven bars, which is where she really shone. True. Very true. Sean? Shined. Shawned. Yeah, where she Shonda rhymes. But we're going to do a a little... That's a hard skill. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do a little test. So, Samantha and and listeners out there, I'm going to get real close to the mic and I'm going to talk like this now. So I want you, if you're not driving, close your eyes. Take a moment. And I'm going to get you to picture just one thing for me. Very simply, a red star. Can you picture it? Yes. Okay. Now. Does it have to be like a good star? That's up to you. Okay. Who knows what a good star is? Who knows what red is? Who knows what a star is? Actually, we probably know what a star is. So picture this red star. Uh Uh-huh. And you know what that looks like in your mind now. And I've sent you something on your phone. And everyone else out there, I've sent you something in the show notes. And there are six images of a red star. One is kind of just like a black field. Two has a small outline of a star. Three, it's a little more crisp. Four has kind of a blurry gray star. Five has a pinkish blurry star. And six is a near perfect red star. How would you rate the picture that was in your mind? Which one of these is the closest to? Mostly one, a little bit of two. Whoa, really? (laughs) Yeah. See, we don't know what the other person thinks. Yeah, I have a hard time solidifying images in my brain so i saw like a lot of waves and i saw some red in there and then like could for a very small amount of time like conjure up a star but it didn't last and i'm solidly like a 4.5 oh yeah interesting i think i'm like a 1.2 like i can see a little bit but it wasn't like yeah 
Okay. I could see like red through my vision, but that was about it. Okay, let's do another little test okay. here. Close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Pick a person, a person that you know well, or maybe not know well, a person that you c- can see. So sometimes it could be a celebrity that you don't know, but you've seen their face a lot. Picture their eyes, what they're wearing, how are they positioned? Can you see a person in your head? No. Not at all? Not at all. Oh, okay. Well, this cuts, <laughs> this stops the uh, the journey here. I thought Sorry, we had three no. more steps. No. Okay, so look at me right now. Yeah. Close your eyes. Uh-huh. Can you picture me? No. Whoa, very interesting. <laughs> I can't conjure up faces or like likenesses of people. Interesting. Samantha, since you were having trouble doing this, you try to get me to think of a person now. Think of a person. Think of their face and what their hair looks like and what they usually wear and what are they doing and what can you see? So I, I, I have quite a few different ones I can choose from. Like I can see my mother. I know exactly what she's wearing. It is an outfit that does not actually exist, though, I think. What? I don't think I've ever actually seen her wear this, but I can see it quite clearly. She's actually a bit younger than she is right now because her hair is still quite black. And in reality, it's not so black anymore. I can picture her earrings and she's smiling. I think she's at like a wedding or a party. And then if you want me to, like, I can picture you. I have difficulty, though, making you in my mind do different things. Like, I can picture you sitting in front of me right now. Mm -hmm. I can picture you, like, standing at our front door. But if you said, put Samantha on a Ferris wheel. (laughs) Oh, no, wait, I got there. You're in a Ferris wheel. It's white kind of cage around you. It's a metal seat. You have your purse in your lap. You're wearing a pink sweatshirt, but not the one you're currently wearing. Oh. I don't know if that's normal. That's, yeah, I don't know. What I wanted to do is to ask people out there, and you, well, maybe those people who have been able to picture anyone, you can try this. Try picturing a person that does not exist. Make someone completely new in your mind, not someone you've seen in passing or a celebrity or a friend of yours. Try to create a completely new person in your mind. Are you able to do that? No. That one's hard for me. When I create a person, it looks like early 2000 CG. Really? Or like a um a police sketch. Right. Like they don't look fully realized real? like yeah. real people do. Hmm. It's hard for me to create a new person. Yeah, I, I, I can't create you in my mind. <laughs> Never mind a person I don't know. Then do you forget what I look like? No. But at what is memory of a person's appearance rather than creating that image in your mind again? I don't know. Sometimes I look at pictures of you. I wonder if you had no photos. Or I guess you have people that you grew up with that you haven't seen in 15 years. Yes. Can you remember what they look like? Not really. But I'd recognize them if I saw them in a photo. Okay. So yeah, I guess you remember, but you can't conjure it. Yeah. So I guess memory and the ability to visualize are separate. Like one of my best friends in high school, Amanda, I know that she's Asian. She's like six inches shorter than me. And she has like black hair. 
That's, but, a, that's a lot of people. I think that's an entire continent. Okay. Well, I just mean like I remember her, um, but I can't conjure up a picture, but I could show you a picture of her and recognize her in that picture. Okay. Yeah, I guess. So I guess we learned something that memory and visualization are not necessarily yeah. linked. Yeah. We're, we're doing science right here. We are doing science. Welcome to our science podcast. I love this. You should too. <laughs> I see this. You should too. Yeah. <laughs> the science podcast. <laughs> so all this comes up because a while ago, while I was at work, uh, part of our jobs is we do some presentations at a senior's home. We call it like memory care and it helps people like remember mm-hmm. things, right? And um, somebody was doing a presentation on synesthesia and she was saying like, do you know that like people can like see music and i was picturing like notes coming out of a speaker i was like oh that'd be crazy imagine if you could see that that would be that'd be the coolest thing ever and she was saying like yeah if they like listen to music they can kind of put a color on it or describe it with shapes and i was like well yeah every song has a color though and then the room all together turned at me and they're like wait what and they're like yeah you know how like songs like just are red they just have like a red feel to them mm-hmm. and then she was like well what about like march does that have a color and it's like yeah march is forest green <laughs> and then everyone's like no 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 you're you're weird that is not the case does a month have a color for you like what's february red yeah, I'd agree. But is it just because of Valentine's Day? I think it's, I'm pulling from, um, like, those calendar headers from, like, elementary school. Where, like, right. January was usually blue, and, like, February was red, and March was green. April was, like, spring flowers, which I know is not a color. <laughs> what is the letter O? What color is that? That's not a color. Okay. <laughs> I think it's white with a flashing black and white background. Oh, okay. But I don't like see that. If you if I'm reading something with an O, I don't all see all of that. So I think that perhaps I don't have synesthesia, but I just have a good imagination. Okay. So I wanna bounce some things off of you to say like yeah, I could see that. Like, just how you said, yeah, February, red, because of the calendars we've seen. Yeah. That's... So maybe I'm just pulling on that. Maybe. But then why would March be forest green? Maybe I saw it on a calendar when I was a kid. St. Patrick's Day. Is that in March? Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't. You know how I'm bad with months. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I am the timekeeper in our family. I'm very bad at knowing which month is when. I think you, the other day I said, is it July? <laughs> Was I, is it? It is July for go. like another week. But for our audience, perhaps not. Okay, it's August now. <laughs> Who knows? It doesn't matter. You look at a calendar. That's not our job. Okay, what are you, what are we doing next? So if you listen to music and close your eyes, do you see anything from that? Not if I'm like just listening to it. Not if I'm, like, not trying to see something. So if you try to see something, can you? I mean, it's just, like, squiggles. It was kind of like the red star. And when you say trying to see something, what do you mean by that? Like, because I was trying to picture the red star there. So I, like, was conjuring up something specific. Okay, so in the same... So the music doesn't change that at all? No. You would be like, if I want to see a red star, I can kind of see a red star. Yeah. So when I put on music... If it's stuff I like, it doesn't work for everything. Right. Although I never sit with my eyes closed and listen to music I don't like, so I'm not sure. (laughs) 
if I just hear something and my I'm like out in the world and my eyes are open and, and I'm interacting, mm-hmm. I don't see things like overlaying on top of you. But if you said, what do you get from this song? I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's red flashes. Hmm. But I won't necessarily see that, but I kind of just feel it. Okay. But if I close my eyes and listen to something, I can see anything from, do you know, like a, an equalizer waveform, that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. But that makes sense because I see a lot of those. So maybe that's just an association. From podcasting. From that or from, yeah, any number of uh, years of using Windows Media Player as a kid when you have those oh, visualizations, yeah, yeah. right? So maybe that it's my subconscious pulling from that. Maybe. But sometimes, usually late at night, I'll get like full on like landscapes with people and all sorts of like action happening. That's crazy. But am I just imagining? Is it just my imagination or is it synesthesia? Hmm. That's what I'm not clear about. Okay. And I don't really know how to answer it. (laughs) Because I can guide it. If I say like, no, I don't want this anymore, I can like shake my head and change it if it gets scary yeah which is possible yeah both are possible (laughs) okay but i don't actively try to do anything it just happens so i'm not sure maybe i just have a good imagination i think you do i agree maybe i have synesthesia maybe you do so i looked into it a bit and it seems like if i do have anything it's chromesthesia which means you see colors based on uh, music or sounds Okay, yeah. Because I don't have those other ones. I don't uh, taste colors. (laughs) Except for, like, I think this isn't synesthesia, but I do think certain things taste blue. Okay. Because I think lots of blue candies have a similar taste. Well, because blue is such a manufactured thing. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not... Like a blue freezy. Yeah. It's like blue. Or like the white white freezy. Yeah. Like, we have, like, a conversation about But for some reason, I don't feel like that tastes like white. Oh, I think it does. Blue freezy tastes like blue, for sure. I think white tea freezy tastes like white. Oh. See, that's what I'm uh, trying to figure out is how much of this is associations that we have and how much of it is that my brain is all wonky. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there a way for us to find out? I don't know. We're going to do an experiment <laughs> okay. here. But also, if you're talking and I try, I can see the letters of the words you were speaking. Coming out, like, around your face. Really? I just saw that. Oh. But I have to, like, kind of try? Not, like, concentrate, but maybe just allow myself to see it. And this is without any, like, drugs? Yeah, I'm doing it right now, and I'm not on any drugs. (laughs) Okay. Unless you did something to my dinner. To your spaghetti? Yeah. Yeah, I added LSD to your spaghetti. (laughs) Well, that explains a lot of this. (laughs) I do it every night. (laughs) That? Well, there we go. So that, your ha ha ha, I saw coming out in letters. They were white with a red shadow, red drop shadow, and then a purple drop shadow behind that. Mm. And each one had black outlines on it. Were they like LOL, LOL, LOL? No, it was H-A-H-A-H-A. Yeah. I know how much you love LOL. I don't, I'm not a fan. <laughs> you just lol all the time. I'm just lolling it up lolling all day long. <laughs> and so I wonder, is that just me imagining? Because it is about as clear as it is when I close my eyes and try to think of something. Hmm. It's a little less clear when I'm doing it over top of like the real world. Okay. But it's still there. I can still see it. But I don't see it like I see you. 
So I wonder if people who really have synesthesia, if they see it as clearly as the real world, because mine is much more muted. It's not full reality. Hmm. It's like a four on that scale that we looked at, which is in the show notes. Right. The star scale. Okay. Interesting. So I wonder, people with synesthesia, is it full reality? Well, we are going to do an experiment, and this experiment is going to be inserted. So as we continue the podcast, we uh, might not be talking about this part anymore. (laughs) Because we're going to go, I've never done it with people around, and I've never narrated it. But I'm going to listen to music, and we'll play the music in the podcast, and then I'll speak about what I'm seeing. Okay. And we'll do maybe two songs like that. Okay, sounds good. I wonder if it'll work with somebody there or with Mm -hmm. me speaking out loud. Does that detract from it or enhance it? And I wonder if you are talking to me at the same time, if I'll be able to still do it. Or maybe you can try to to guide it even. Hmm. We'll see what happens. So before we start our experiment, we're going to talk about our first sponsor of the episode, which is PodPower. With PodPower, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, the Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a PodPower shout out to Your Forest. Your Forest is a podcast about the natural world. Hear stories about the environment, renewable resources, conservation, forestry, hunting, fishing, and more. This is a podcast for those who cannot live without the joys and wonders of all wild things. Find Your Forest wherever you get your podcasts or at yourforestpodcast.com. That's yourforestpodcast.com. That sounds good. Maybe I have to listen to that one. Yeah. It sounds like you when we go camping. Yeah. Uh, On the lines of that podcast, Your Forest, when I listen to the uh, Iron and Wine song, Cinder and Smoke, Mm -hmm. I see a uh, person who grows rooted into the ground and they start losing their humanity and become a tree. Oh, Taylor Swift has a song about that. Oh, it would probably work for that song too. Probably. So maybe, is that synesthesia? I don't know. Is that having a vivid imagination? All of the above? Maybe. Well, let's go do that experiment and listen to a couple of songs. Okay. So now we are laying down on the ground, and Samantha's going to try with me. So we might sound a little weird now, but this is a fun little experiment. Yeah! So our eyes are closed, we're laying comfortably. Samantha, can you see anything? Um, like dots. Are they moving? Yeah. They're almost like raindrops in a puddle. I'm going to try to see if I can close my eyes and see anything. Okay. What do you see? So it's mostly black and the outlines are like as if they were made by neon lights and they're in like an 80s aesthetic, like blue and pink. And it's a car and it's going down a street, but it's all just outlines and then there's big buildings. but. Now it's starting to take on a more realistic look. It's more like Blade Runner-esque. But this car is still 1930s-ish. And it's turning. I can't get out of this kind of 
black and neon lights thing, which I don't care so much for, so I'm going to open my eyes and reset. <laughs> How about you? Are you seeing anything? Did you see what I was describing? I can see what you were describing. Um, I still just see like really basic like black and white raindrop thing happening. Okay, so you didn't have any like cars or buildings or anything? No. How do you like this music? This is intense. Oh, I didn't mention what we were listening to. This is the main theme from the movie 2046, which is a really good Wong Kar Wai movie, and it's done by a Japanese composer. His name is Shigeru Umabayashi. Oh. Umabayashi? Okay, I'll try once more and see if I see anything. Okay. Okay, now I'm seeing a kind of painting-like scape. And it's a farmhouse and a tree, but the camera, if you will, like my view, is is drifting. And it's kind of like a drill's going on, so we're sinking down beneath the earth. But it's not dark, we're getting like a cross-section. So it's like bursting through the crust and going down into the ground. I'm hoping something fun happens when we get underground. No, it's changed now, so it's less of a real world and it's kind of flying V's coming towards me. Hmm. Mostly silver and blue. Did you get anything from that? I'm seeing like dark storm clouds rolling in. Oh, are they like real storms? They're like, you know when the weather's changing really quickly mm -hmm. and you can kind of see it almost like rolling? It's like super fluffy black rolling clouds. So do you think you have synesthesia now just because you can see something? Or no. do you think that's just your imagination? I think I'm just like trying harder to see something. Yeah, so that's the thing. I can't really choose what I see, but I'm kind of like allowing it to happen, so I don't know if that's the same as seeing the sounds. But then again, when we were talking about the music we were going to listen to, I said like, oh, I know which song I'm going to pick. It's already blue, so it'll be probably be fun. <laughs> so let's go to our second song now. Okay. So this, of course, is Redbone by Childish Gambino. If you like it, go listen to some Bootsy Collins. That's what I've been getting into. So this one I already said was blue, but it's like a wavy blue. Uh -huh. From like dark blues to turquoise and the waves. And so now the waves are kind of coming up. And again, I have that same sort of thing where it's like a really black with a neon aesthetic, but it's like we are underwater and we are in an area, we're in a pool. So it's an indoor thing, but it's very stylized. And the people are just shadows, but not in a scary way, more in like a new wave art way. My imagination is very stylized on the same way tonight. Yeah, no kidding. So then there's people in the pool. I'm kind of in the seeing, I think, my own point of view. It's like a, a person, it's a first person thing. And then there's someone else in the pool. And when we look out the windows, because this is indoors now, 
it's just space up there. So I guess this is a pool in outer space on a spaceship, which is awesome. That's pretty great. That sounds very cool. So it's space outside, but it's more like photorealistic space. And now we're going out and we're floating out of the water and through the air. And there's no gravity, so the water is kind of just pulling off of your skin and floating around you. This is pretty fun now. And now we're floating out through, and the window's not a barrier because you just go right into it, and then you're out in space, and you're just floating, and the water is all pulled away from you already, and then you feel the rest of you going with it. It's just dissolving, and you're kind of fading out into space, but it's alright because you are space, and space is you. Don't you get that? I don't, I don't see it, but it sounds very cool. <laughs> so like, I can actually feel that as well. So I wonder, is that synesthesia? Or do I just have like a fun, fun time imagination going on? What do you think? I think it's a little bit of both for you. Also, isn't this song good? This is a good song, yeah. Oh, damn. I forgot which song this was. I don't think I knew the name of it. So, at, right at the beginning, with that like guitar thing that's happening, mm -hmm. I'm seeing, like, before he starts singing and right as he's beginning to sing, I'm seeing one of those like, like Hollywood like things with the four big lights that like swirl around and move. Hollywood lights? Do you know what I mean? No. So it's like, like spotlights? Yeah, but there's four of them, and they shoot up into the air, so you, like, go see what's at the bottom. Oh, by Hollywood lights, you don't mean the light-up letters over the city. No. You mean movie premiere, old-timey movie premiere lights. Yes, that's what yeah, I Yeah, I get you. But they're, like, going kind of slower than normal. And I've seen this, like, columns of light moving around. You know what else I'm seeing? A funky bass line. <laughs> I'm also dancing now, you can't tell. Well, this was a fun experiment. Yeah. I don't know if we solved anything, but I feel like the song is winding down and it's kind of getting weird now. This is maybe our weirdest episode. <laughs> <laughs> but that goes along with the movie, maybe. Yeah, yeah. weird in a good way. All right, um, should we throw to ourselves now? Yes, let's uh, back to you, Indian Sam. <laughs> you guys are so good looking. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the next part of our episode where I'm going to tell you what we get to watch for next week. Does it have anything to do with synesthesia? Kind of, actually. Okay. Uh, before we do that, though, let's thank our second sponsor of the day, and that is Rumi. And Rumi spelt R-U-M-I. And one of their features is something called Ask a Home Inspector, which sounds really great because if you have cold drafts, flickering lights, or you're wondering where that leak is coming from, you can use the Rumi feature Ask a Home Inspector for help. You can connect with a certified professional home inspector by phone or by a video call and get all of your questions answered, and Rumi will let you know what's easily fixable with the little DIY stuff, 
or if you really need to get call someone in to get some professional help. So if you're doing some home renovations, or you, like us, we are planning to buy a home and then do a bunch of fixing up and it's a little bit daunting, you can use Rumi's Ask a Home Inspector feature. And you can visit Rumi, R-U-M-I dot C-A, and book a Ask a Home Inspector appointment today. Hmm, perfect. We might actually need that in the very near future. We might, yes. Because there's that great house, but we want to replace a whole bunch of it. We might need a home inspector. Well, let's get to the big reveal. Indy, what are we watching this week? Well, Samantha, I know you've uh, stuck with me for a few foreign language ones recently. Uh-huh. Some black and white stuff. Uh-huh. So I'm going to give you some uh, real popcorn eye candy now. Okay. So you've watched a lot of Marvel movies. Yes, with you. Do you you. have a favorite Marvel movie? Um, I think I like when all of the Avengers are together. In like Infinity War. Yeah, I like like the big ones, but I also really liked um, Captain America just by himself. I think those, just Captain America by himself and then Infinity War. When all the Avengers are together. When all the Avengers are together. <laughs> I do think they should have a show like Muppet Babies Avengers called Babies. Lil Avengers. <laughs> and it's all of them as babies. Yeah. Baby Thor would be very cute. Oh, he'd be always like smashing things. Yeah. But my favorite Marvel movie for a long time was actually Big Hero 6. Mm-hmm. Because although maybe not what you think of as Marvel, it is a Marvel property. But in uh, 2019, I finally got around to seeing a movie called Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I know this movie. And that is probably now my favorite Marvel movie. Okay. I unfortunately didn't see it in theaters, and I didn't really know too much about it. Then it came up on, I think, Netflix, and I thought, like, oh, I should watch this. And I thought, I'll put it on in the background while I'm doing something else. And within the first five minutes, I just... Yeah. So what do you know about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? I know that there's a pig in it. Okay, yeah. Um, I know that there's lots of different suits. Mm-hmm. And maybe lots of Spider-Mans. I like to call them Spider-Man. <laughs> like, it's a, na- a last name. Like, oh, this is my attorney, Jacob Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Mans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all of that is true. Have you seen any visual stuff from it? Um, I think I've seen the credits. They're pretty great credits. I think you were watching them one day. I was watching the end when you came in because I watched yes. that movie when you were out. Yeah. So I've only seen it the one time, but I'm pretty sure it's like fucking amazing. Okay. If you're not familiar, this is a movie that first came out in 2018. It is a Spider-Man movie, but it might not be the way you traditionally know Spider-Man. Right. Because I think Spider-Man... In your Marvel watching lifetime, which mm-hmm. is not terribly long. No, it might be like the last like seven years. You've seen three different Spider-Men come and go. I have, yes. That's too many. Spider-Man is always something that I did see, like when it was new. So you know certain things about Spider-Man. What do you know yes. about Spider-Man? Um, I know that it's Peter Parker, mm-hmm. um, and he has an aunt, and sometimes she's really old, and sometimes she's really hot. Yeah, she's getting hotter through the years. <laughs> yeah. I think an Olsen twin is playing her in the next one. Oh, really? <laughs> There's um, Mary Jane. I don't know her last name. Watson, Watson or Parker or Parker, depending. Um, and she is like the love interest usually all of that is true do you know of any villains 
Um, isn't there like venom? Venom, sure. And is there an octopus? Doctor Octopus, yeah. And is the Riddler? Uh, that's a that's Batman. That's Batman. One. Okay, yeah. I was like, now it's starting to blur together. Uh, okay, maybe that's... Green Goblin. You've oh, Green seen. Goblin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of that people know someone who's like not a big marvel Mm -hmm. fan never read any of the comic books like yourself yeah you know that much which is a lot for a character you've never read anything yes right yeah i've never read a spider-man comic what do you know about spider-man's character he's like a nerdy science kid yeah and he's kind of like a perpetual underdog yes and I think that's at the heart of what I love about Spider-Man. He's mm-hmm. not Superman who can do literally everything. He's not Batman who is a billionaire. He's like a kid who's trying to get by. Yeah. And I think above anything, that's the heart of Spider-Man. Right. That's why it doesn't matter if Spider-Man is white or black. Those things are all kind of inessential to the heart of who he is. And who he is is the best case scenario for the everyday person right right? it's the spider-man story is about someone who doesn't have anything someone who's getting shit on their whole life yeah making the best out of things and showing that anybody can do this it's not a harry potter you are the chosen one type thing right it's the exact opposite and although I wasn't a huge Spider-Man fan as a kid, I was I read X-Men a lot. I did have quite a few Spider-Man comic books by like standards of someone who doesn't read comics, but <laughs> he was never my favorite and it took uh, years for me to like really appreciate how great of a character he was. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying Spider-Man and not Peter Parker because this movie, like you know, there are many Spider-Men. Spider-Mans. Yeah. But I kind of don't want to say too much about it uh, outside of watch this movie. Uh It's on Netflix. If it's not on Netflix in your country, then it'll probably be on Disney. Because once the contract is up with Netflix, then Disney has rights to it after that. So you should be able to find it easily somewhere. Check your local library and watch this movie. If you're someone who doesn't like superhero movies... Watch this one because it's a little different than if you're used to the Avengers and the MCU. It's Mm -hmm. a different take on it, but it's taking what's most successful of those stories, the heart of it. And Mm -hmm. I use heart in the, the sappy way. Right. What makes all of these characters special is very present in this movie. Well, I don't think it's always so present in like... Infinity War? Mm-hmm. Maybe okay. it is. I'm not going to... We're not talking about Infinity War, though. <laughs> um, I'm interested to see this one because I feel like you and I are both at a point with Marvel where we're like, it's just getting ridiculous and they're starting to, like, break their own universe rules because they've run out of things to, like, do. Yes. Like, and we were very... Um, was it Infinity War was the last one? Uh, Endgame was the second part of it. Right, yes. So when we saw Endgame, we were like, okay, but like, I'm someone who doesn't know all of these superheroes and what their rules are, but I've learned enough having watched all of these lead up movies that like, you can't just do that, or this character shouldn't be able to do that, or this character, you know, was invincible. How is that possible that they died? And it's just like, All of a sudden, it stopped making sense, and then that's when you start thinking too hard about it, and it stops being fun. (laughs) So here's my suggestion for all of you out there watching this for the first time. Don't think. (laughs) 
And not because this is a movie that you can poke holes in. Quite the opposite. But don't have the expectations of those other mm -hmm. movies. Because this is its own thing. It's its own unique idea. Right. This is a movie that both takes into account people who are so familiar with Spider-Man and still manage to surprise them. Mm -hmm. But also is fine if you've never seen any sort of Spider-Man or any sort of superhero movie. Okay. I think there are some like extra little things like mm -hmm. a nerd like me will pick up on and be like, hey, did you get that? That's cool. But there's so much weird and bizarre stuff and just amazing visual stuff going on that it doesn't matter how many Marvel movies or comic books you've read before hmm. because it's its its own thing. And also, if you get to the point where you're watching a movie and watching it as a movie, mm -hmm. like you could be like, hey, there's a mistake there. This is bad 3D. And you're like, no, this is part of the experience. Things are getting blurry on purpose. It's a movie to let it wash over you. Hmm. And then, of course, next week, we'll dissect every little thing <laughs> as we usually yeah, do. as we do. But I urge you to just, like, let it wash over you. If you have someone dosing your spaghetti with LSD, perfect time to watch Spider-Man. <laughs> watch it after because, dinner. Because <laughs> uh, as we were talking about with synesthesia, there is not nearly a defined boundary between sound and emotion and visuals mm -hmm. sometimes you can see sound sometimes you can see feelings when people talk about comic book movies as this is a comic book come to life they're wrong unless they're talking about into the spider-verse because okay. this is a comic book come to life i'm excited i don't want to pump it up too much but really i can't it's it's amazing <laughs> i think it was one of my favorite movies of the last how many years now three years oh okay of course, I've only seen it that one time, but I think it's pretty great. Should people be doing anything specific while they watch it? Well, if you want to, you know, LSD or your mind expander of choice, right? that's always good. Okay. Or if you want to sit there with a notebook and take notes on every little thing and you want to pick it <laughs> <Indeed>. apart. <laughs> no, I won't at all. I'm not going to write notes at all in this movie. What? No. This is the man who writes a novel every single episode. Sometimes I just put it away. When we watched Chungking Express, I took notes for the first five minutes, and then I was like, no, it's too good. I can't even. <laughs> I think that might be one of these cases. Okay. So go out, watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I don't think I've ever mentioned that it's animated, but it is. Oh, oh what? Did you know that? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just thinking there's someone out there who's like, What? <laughs> If you're into voice actors, it has uh, Shamik Moore, Jake Johnson, who I think you like from New Girl. I think that's the show he's in. Uh, Haley Steinfeld, who I think is somebody big. but I like Haley Steinfeld. Oh, who's she? Uh, she's She was in Pitch Perfect. She's a singer. I think she was a Disney Channel person. Okay. I was going to say who is uh, very good, but is uh, too young for me to know about i think i'm not cool enough brian tyree henry lily tomlin john mulaney is very funny in it nick cage is in it bit for a little bit leave schreiber and that guy whose name i always forget how to say mahershala ali i think that might be right something okay. like that but anyways cool cast it's great visually and maybe you'll cry maybe not who knows i cry a lot in movies i don't think you do i think for the movies we've watched on this i think i cry more than you maybe 
I don't think you cry in many at all. I cried at the end of the both of the Princess Diaries movies. Oh. I'm just good at hiding it. Okay, then yeah, maybe you'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of Princess Diaries 1? I cried Diaries during the 1? Olympics. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the Olympics. I can see that. Like half those commercials can make people cry. I know. Those are good commercials for if you need a good cry. Yeah. It's second only to maybe Christmas time. Yeah, true. For crying commercials. Yeah, for sure. Or like the thank you mom commercials. There was... Oh, maybe those are Olympic ones too, but there was a whole series of like palm olive ones, I think. <laughs> and they were like, thanks, mom. And they showed like moms doing all these things to get their athletes like out the door or like, like fed before so that they can go like be the best they can be. Oh, I like and that. And it was like, it was like tear inducing every single time. But um, we've been rambling because I never really had a plan to talk about this because you don't need a plan. No plan. You man. improvise like yeah, Spider-Man. Man. That's part of the lesson that he learns. You can't teach certain things. Like Spider-Man thing. You can't teach Spider-Man thing. You just <laughs> got a Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, we'll see you next week when we talk about my experience watching Into the Spider-Verse. Hopefully on LSD. I don't. No, wait, don't do LSD, people. Well, wait, do it if you're prepared for it. Don't sneak it on anyone. No. That seems like the worst thing ever. I will not be watching it on LSD. That's what you think. <laughs> no, you just said you shouldn't dose anybody without knowing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, that's <laughs> you true. You literally just said that. Also, I don't even know where, like, where does one get LSD? Is it easy to get? I don't know. We're, like, the least cool people in the world. No, I'm, like, sure, bottom third, but not the least cool. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> we will see you next week, everyone. Same spider time, same spider channel. And by time, whenever. And by channel, I mean you just download it. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably already be on your phone when you see it. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, everyone. Spider-Man, Spider-Mans. There's so many Spider-Mans. Blue and red, sometimes black. This one's white, that one's not. He's a pig. Oh, look, it's Spider-Man. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard. Good job. Thanks.